Welcome to Radio 5G, where we sort fact from fiction, conspiracy from falsehood, reality from the unknown. And by doing so, we change the collective consciousness of humanity. A production of CosmicReality.com And welcome to Radio 5G. It is February 23rd, 2022. My name is Nancy Hopkins, and with me is Sarah Dunn. Uh, Sarah, <laughs> we've, got cool, we've got quite a show uh, prepared yeah. here. Um, but let's just take a minute and let me ask you, uh, you know, what it, what's on your mind? I know the truckers have got to be, you know, part of it, but what, what are you seeing out there right now? Oh, gosh. Um, oh, I don't know where to begin. Um, I, it, <laughs> I, I know I, that feeling. I, it, it, it's really overwhelming. It, it's really overwhelming. I, I don't even, I can't make sense of any of it uh, beyond. Uh, it's getting um, creepy, isn't it? Really creepy. And it's like, oh, I live in opposite land, you know. <laughs> bizarro world whatever you want to call it where everything is inverted upside down inside out what you would expect to happen the opposite is what's ha- i mean it just and I, f- I feel like a lot of people are feeling this like the inability to make sense of things you can't logically make sense of anything and i i can't help but feel that that's by design it's just throw everybody off you know well, you don't, um, you off, don't off center, and and to feel just like everything is constantly shifting, and you can't count on things you used to be able to count on. That uh-huh. all the things that were the norms that were accepted is no longer. And I, I mean, from from what pronoun you use to refer to somebody to um, <laughs> not being able to freely express what you think because you could be canceled or you could be. I mean, um, and, and even just the way our government responds to what's happening um not just our government other governments um yeah the freedom rally i'm very concerned because of what's happened in canada and um these are not free countries we are not free anymore from from the way i look at it canada is certainly not free and we are we're right behind them um we're following in the same lockstep oh we've um, been we're ahead of them in my opinion and Australia, you know, uh, so it's, um, I'm feeling anxiety for the world. And, and I say to my husband, I said, you know, the only way I can make sense of the decisions being made is if the people who are in charge, and I'm not going to say Biden, because I do not believe he's in charge for a second, but whoever is in charge of this administration seems to be making decisions that would collapse our country. It just seems to be the intent. I can't make it. That's the only thing that makes any kind of sense to me that that would like, okay, well, then what they're doing would make sense if it's the only thing I can come to is that they they are intentionally trying to collapse and build back better. Right. They keep talking about building back better and they keep, um, you know, they advertise what they're going to do. Every time I hear Bill Gates talk about the, you know, the, well, there's going to be another wave and it's going to be a bad one. I believe him. I believe him. I believe there is going to be another one and it's going to be really bad. 
because he's telling us they've they've and and i i just i look at like these mandates okay so well oregon's dropped their mask mandate but washington isn't going to drop theirs till march 21st why 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 that till march 21st and these holdouts i just can't help but feel that there's something else coming and they don't want to have you know drop the mandates too early or however the optics of it are going to look. It's just, again, it's not making any sense. And um, I just, I'm at the point where I don't try to make sense out of things based on what we're being told. You know, I, um, my, I'll uh, I'll tell you, I saw something last night on uh, Fox and it was a discussion of, this camp it was like a science camp for some school and mm-hmm. the kids came home and started asking about gender identity and the parents are going like what where's this coming from and it turns out that at least two people men who identified as women were allowed to sleep in the same lodgings you know the same oh, no. as the, as these 15 year old girls Okay. Now, what was, you know, okay, so you're going like, blah, 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 you know, but the, the, the way that it happens is that the people who ran the camp, their position was, we have, no, we can't control this because this is the state mandates. Yeah. You know, and, and so you have some perverse person who says that, People who, a, a man, a man, okay, mm-hmm. says, well, I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. Okay, so all of a sudden he can go into women's bathrooms, he can sleep with little girls. Mm-hmm. I mean, what in the hell? That is insanity. That's the oh, definition you, of insanity. Did, right. Well, did you hear about this? This just came out, this San Francisco, you know, this, um, or is it L.A.? Um, Gascon, what, I think he's L.A. I, I'm, I can't remember, but... Um, this exact thing happened. Transgender transitioned from a man to a woman, assaulted a 10-year-old girl. And because he's transgender, there is a much lesser penalty because you're transgender. You get special treatment. Anybody from the LGBTQ community gets a lesser charge. And there's a tape recording of this kid. And I'm going to call him a he. Sorry. (laughs) Um, bragging to his dad on the phone. His dad's like, well, what's going to happen? And he's basically saying, oh, well, this, this, and that. And um, basically, that's it. And then I'm out. And he goes, well, I don't understand. So what's going to happen to you? And he's like, basically nothing. And he's bragging and all excited about it. He's not even going to be registered as a sex offender. That's what it was. That's, now, this, yeah. is, this is... This... I won't have to register or anything. Nothing's... And he's like, well, then what's going to happen? Well, basically nothing. This is where it gets really weird, you know, because I'm going like, this happened back, I don't know, years ago, okay? And I'm going like, why Why is this just being brought up now? Okay, so you got a 26-year-old man who gets mm-hmm. in trouble for something else. Right. They, they, they make the connection to this young girl that was raped. Raped. Mm-hmm. All right? Right. And so they arrest him. And because he was a month from being 18 when it happened, then they, Gaston, says, well, he's got to be up as a child, uh, as a child. 
but he's 26 years old. Yes, but he was a child when he did it. So we're going to put him in youth. Cons- he was what do they call it? Uh, he youth lockup. Yeah, he, he was put in with a bunch of kids. Yeah, I mean, how how much farther? Unbelievable. Is, is, it, it, that's that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. It everything is just ass backwards and upside down, and I. They're so worried about protecting the rights of the LGBTQ community, and nobody seems to give a rip about the kids. And that, well, the 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 LGBTQ community it, is actually st- talking about this and saying this. We're not for this. They're coming out and they're saying we're not for this any any of this. We're not. Well, that's ta- interesting. Yeah, that's the old interesting part. Is you know. Um, there is a whole faction of that community who is not happy about all the new members and what. And did you know what the plus stands for in LGBTQ, LGBTQ plus? What is the pedophiles? Oh my God, is that true? Well, yeah. you said it. It might be true. Who knows? I mean, I mean yeah. <laughs> who knows? You know. I mean, um, I, I have I have I have heard that on multiple different sources. So you know, when I hear it from different. You'd start to, and I've always wondered what the heck does the plus stand for, and why do they say plus? Well, because you can't say pedophile. But at the same time that I've heard that, I've seen all these things coming out normalizing pedophilia. Let's lower the age of consent. Let's do, you know. So, and I, from years ago, this was predicted that this would all be coming. That they were going to start normalizing pedophilia, and I'm like, no way, no way is that going to happen. And here we are. So. um and and it is very interesting is that I've heard that very same thing. Gays and lesbians are like, no, this is not what we stand for. This is not what we're about. It's like they were swept up. It started out to be about them. And then it was like they were swept up into this other, you know, I mean, community, whatever you want to call it. But And allowing men to, you know, claim that they're women and being athletics is like it's incredible why why even have women's athletics if you're going to let men compete that's the whole reason that we came up with a whole different division of athletics for for women was recognizing that women competing against men the women will never never ever win and now let's just let the men compete in the women's sports so they can dominate in in a sport that they couldn't dominate in as a man it's it, it and I'm not you know I never was in you know college sports or anything but boy the people who did make it who were that good to get to that point the women and then to be absolutely blown out by a, a man I, I it again it's one of those things that like inexplicable we're so worried about the rights of these men who decide in college that they're going to be trans I'm sorry I just well, we're gonna. I get upset. It's hard to talk about. <laughs> I'm getting angry. We're going to um, to look at. Uh, all right, but this is the Radio Five G show. I have yeah. been, I have been telling people my first Radio Five G show. Well, my first show on Five G was back in 2014. At least that's the first one I saw. I came across it when I was going through the archives, and. Myself and so many others said, look it, <laughs> you know, this has been happening for a long time, but they're perfecting the capability of mind control. The 5G isn't in there for communications, it's in, for, it's in there for population control. Right. So, 
when when you look at at what we knew, what we were telling people, and then you see it actually activated on a million and a half, at least a million and a half Australians who were protesting. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's like it's going to get your attention. It's oh, cer- yeah. It, cer- it, it certainly I, got the attention it, of those people that were there. Yeah. You know, this is not just some woo-woo stuff. You know, this is this is absolutely just, I just got creamed with it. So what we want to do right now is we've got a series of, you know, I, I started out with Drew Peters, Stu, Stu Peters, and it was on the, the, the direct energy weapons that were used against the Australian protesters. Just what, a week ago? Yeah. And um, that led me down the rabbit hole even deeper. And we're going to present a number, of, well, actually, there's two more. Um, and I think that you'll see, it, this is not going to be easy for people to listen to this information. But we are, as a, as a community, uh, you know, the cosmic reality community, but beyond that, we're just a sub community in a massive community of people who are awake and awakening. Mm-hmm. So we have to look at the bad stuff. And this stuff is something that don't even try to explain it to somebody else. It's not with us. Because they'll just think <laughs> so you're true. right crazy people. I mean, so they think we, we think we are for a lot of reasons, <laughs> but this one is really going to blow their minds, okay? Um, so I'm going to just play this first one of Stu Peters. Uh, Stu Peters, and it, it's from August. Well, no, it's, no, okay, I don't have the date up on it. Um, but I think I say it. Okay, so I'm going to play this. It's only eight minutes, and um, we'll start off our discussion, okay? Okay. This is a Stu Peters Rumble presentation. The title is Proof, U.S. Directed Energy Weapons Burn the Faces of Australians. It is dated February 18th, 2022. Military-grade weapons being used against peaceful protesters. Unimaginable. Uncensored, unafraid, and unstoppable. Welcome to the Stu Peters Show. My name is Stu. The 18th day of February 2022. We start this evening with this developing story out of Australia where an early report by Maria Z on this program seems to now be confirmed. That report dug into the question of military-grade weaponry being used against peacefully protesting citizens in Australia's capital city of Canberra. According to Z, there were multiple reports of unexplainable injuries, including burns and dizziness and other symptoms being experienced by large numbers of people who were in attendance at this organized event. The event reported to be as large as 500,000 people. Of course, that number diminished by authorities in Australia. A half a million people were assembled to demand a stop to these communist overreaching dictatorial and dangerous COVID restrictions and vaccine mandates. Now, the device photographed at the event is known as an LRAD. According to an article by Rebel News, LRADs have been employed in military settings, such as by the United States in 2004 as a form of non-lethal combat. An LRAD was used against crowds at the 2009 G20 summit in its weaponized mode, which caused serious and permanent injuries. It was also reported to have been used against the Occupy Oakland movement in 2011. Now, according to redvoicemedia.com, the Australian government might have subtly declared war on their citizens 
by what now is confirmed to have been using these war-grade LRADs on peaceful protesters in Canberra. On Wednesday, this program was early when we opined that it was an arms race between Canada and Australia on which country can be more totalitarian and repugnant in handling COVID protesters. During that segment, our own Australian correspondent, Maria Z, shared her experiences from that peaceful protest, saying, quote, I thought it was very strange because I noticed people with blisters and marks on their faces. But of course, the Australian sun is very harsh, so maybe some of that was just sunburn. Z said that she would solicit responses on Telegram from anyone that was present, asking if anyone with strange symptoms or injuries would report them for her investigation. Well, Maria Z isn't the only one digging into this. Our very own Dr. Jane Ruby, host of the Dr. Jane Ruby Show, which can be found at StuPeters.com, joins us now. So you say that you figured this out. It's not a laser and it's not a microwave, but some weapon was confirmed to have been deployed on peaceful protesters in Australia. So what was it? Yeah, it seems to be matching up that way, Stu. And listen, before the American people think that this is just a problem of the Australian people, uh, remember that... uh, uh, this this technology, all of this technology was developed by, you guessed it, the United States military. Uh, I want to separate out two things, uh, LRAD and ADS, something called ADS, which is active denial system, because I think there was something else used maybe in addition to LRAD. Now, don't get me wrong. LRAD systems can be can cause a lot of damage. They can cause a lot of mental uh, discuity, uh, confusion, and, and, and but but it's a, it's a sonic device. So let me tease this out. LRAD, as you said, stands for long-range acoustic device. It's a sonic device or sound. It delivers live or recorded voice messages with lifelike clarity and directional precision. And people who've been victims of it uh, say it's almost like having the voice of God in your head. It's just so you know profoundly inside your head as a perception. But but that wouldn't necessarily cause these blisters. And believe me, I'm getting inundated as well in my inbox with pictures and stories of hundreds of people who have been injured with these similar blisters and red, like burn-like on their skin symptoms. So ADS stands for Active Denial System. This is a directed energy weapon system, like I said, designed by the U.S. government. For its, for, and they say it's for three purposes, area denial, uh, perimeter security, and crowd control. It's also called a heat ray colloquially, because it literally cooks the skin. So let me let me share with you an Air Force officer's propaganda statement last year about this. He said, for the first millisecond, it just felt like the skin was warming up. Then it got warmer and warmer until you felt like your skin was on fire. But as soon as you're away from it, uh, that beam, away from that beam, your skin returns to normal and there's no pain. Yeah, probably because your skin is so burned that the receptors uh, are, are damaged. Um, so look, at it works by firing a high-powered beam at about 95 gigahertz, for those geeks who love to get into that technology, at a target like people. The ADS millimeter wave works similarly to microwave, but Stu, here's the difference. Uh, because it excites the water and the fat molecules in your skin, um, instantly heating up. But the significant difference is that the microwave uses a much longer and deeper wave, right? It gets into about two-thirds to three-quarters of your skin depth, whereas the shorter millimeter waves used in ads only penetrate the top layers of skin, uh, which is where most of the energy is absorbed to probably one 64th of of an inch in terms of depth of the skin. But make no mistake, uh, it does repel human and animals. It starts to make you uncomfortable at about 111 degrees Fahrenheit, and it starts to burn your skin 
creating these, these responsive blisters, if you will, uh, at about 124 degrees Fahrenheit, all the way up to like the 130s and 140s. And it does cause surface blisters and burns. But remember, you know, they're making it sound like, well, but we turn the beam off and then you've just got a few blisters. The, the important thing to remember here is that any, any breach of the integrity of the skin puts you at risk for infection and possible death. So th- this is, the, I think we need to understand the difference between LRAD and the ADS system. I've asked some of those witnesses to tell me if there were other devices mounted on the government or the military trucks in Canberra, because I think it's a combination of the LRAD, which as, again, as you've, you've clarified, and Maria's done a great job clarifying, that sort of pushes people back and shocks them with the sonic waves or maybe these recorded meshes, messages that are so incredibly loud it repels people. But they've used something else, to do with a heat energy to cause all this skin burning. And it's been through the clothing. Some people were wearing denim and they got burns underneath their denim. These people and live in Australia. They know that the sun is hot. They know how to properly prepare themselves for being outside all day long. These are Australian citizens who have lived there for virtually their entire lives. Most of them literally their entire lives. Th- this isn't sunburn that happened no. just unexplainably to these large amounts of people. No. And Sue, one other thing I want to make clear for people these people don't just have the blisters on their, their faces, their lips, their arms, their legs. They have all the symptoms of radiation poisoning, uh, nausea and vomiting, diarrhea, uh, uh, fevers, headaches, profound headaches, uh, weakness, fatigue. They are continuing, Stu, to burn inside. Well, this a lot of people would dangerous. say, well, that could be sun poisoning, uh, no, you know, and no. those are all the same symptoms of somebody who's dehydrated and was out in the sun for too long. You're digging into this and you say that your inbox is flooded with all kinds of evidence. Plus, you're digging into the actual use of these things, how they work, how they affect people specifically. You've got some shocking stuff that you're going to be going over on the Dr. Jane Ruby show on Monday. Nobody missed that. The Dr. Jane Ruby show immediately following the Stu Peter show on Monday. Dang, I missed the show. I bet it was good. You back? Are you muted? Sarah. Sarah? Uh-oh, what happened? I'm here. Oh, okay. Hello? Okay, Sorry. can you hear me? Yeah, something, yeah. All right. Um, I missed the show. I, I, I have to... Remember to go back and find out what else she said say, saying. Well, uh, she was basically just talking about um, she talked about the difference between the ads and the LRAD. You know, um, where the no, LRAD no, no, no. I is, mean, I'm in the Monday show. She was supposed to do an update on Monday yesterday. Oh, uh, oh no, I thought no, you ta- I thought no, you just no, missed no, this one. No, 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 go. no, okay. no, no. I was responding to him, telling you know. Don't miss the show, and then I'm going like, yeah, I I had heard this. I just it didn't. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I haven't. Well, I have to go back and look at that. I didn't pick yeah. up on that. Dr. Jane Ruby. Um, okay, so that that's what's current. That's we 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 see this. All right, and the next clip I have is nine minutes, and this is more of let's say, a history of the development of this, okay? You know, and we're just going to jump right back into it, unless you have got want to make some comments of what you just heard. No, no, that's good. Okay, here we go. This is a Rumble presentation from the studio Be Free, published November 16th, 
2021. It's entitled Mind Control, Directed Energy Weapons, the CIA's Operation Crimson Mist. It's based on a, um, a article by Joe B-I-A-L-L-S. She's going to tell you more about it. But the important thing here is that the article itself is dated May 29th, 2003. This is uh, kind of, it's hard information. But we'll talk about it. Electronic slaughter in Rwanda. Spooks now use technology in Baghdad that was proven on one million dead Africans in Rwanda. Now keep this in mind, this is something that we are now finding out about, but there may be more stories like this, and I suspect in history there are. By Joe Viles. Viles http colon slash slash educate dash yourself dot org slash cn dash i mean slash american mc in baghdad 29 may 03 dot shtml may 29th 2003 original title american mind control in baghdad operation crimson mist operation crimson mist during the late afternoon of 6th of April 1994, a hail of cannon shells tore through the fuselage of a commercial airliner flying overhead central Rwanda. Several seconds later, the blazing plane exploded on impact with the ground, killing President Habyarimana of Rwanda, President Natariamira of Burundi, and most of their senior government officials. In that fatal millisecond of time, the entire political command structure of Central Africa was decapitated, leaving the way open for Operation Crimson Mist, the most obscene terminal mind control experiment ever mounted by the United States of America against a sovereign nation. The Crimson Mist has been used again recently on a smaller scale in Iraq, is now beyond doubt. That Crimson Mist has been used again recently on a smaller scale in Iraq, is now beyond doubt. As Habyarimana and his colleagues made their de death dive, a small group of American men and women lounged around in a large hut at the edge of a discreet gravel airstrip a few miles from the Rwandan capital, Kigali, temporary home for the, their three unmarked C-130 Hercules transport planes. All crew members carried forged credentials showing them as atmospheric researchers employed by the authentic civilian American agency, but these were only for emergency identification if one of the aircraft was forced to make an unscheduled landing on unfriendly territory. For all practical security purposes, neither they nor their three large aircraft were even in Africa. When news of the presidential crash came in over the VHF radio, one of the Hercules planes was swiftly prepared for takeoff. The flight engineer checked the attachment of the radio ra rocket-assisted takeoff packs while the scientists made final adjustments to a large microwave dish mounted on the rear loaded ramp of the aircraft. It was the strange and esoteric piece of equipment alone that would 
directly contribute to the deaths of more than one million Africans during this, the hundred days that followed. Though completely silent in operation, the single microwave dish had more killing potential than a whole squadron of AC-130 Spectre gunships armed with 50 Gatling cannons willing to commit mass murder. Though officially tagged an experiment, none of those present had any doubt that this was merely a cosmetic cover for the gruesome operational work ahead. Each member had been carefully vetted and then vetted again by use intelligence to ensure that they had the right stuff and were philosophically committed to two objectives. First was the evolving need to control or eliminate political dissent, dissent by remote means in the run-up to the 21st century, and second was a need to stem or reverse massive population increases across the world, which threatened to overwhelm existing natural resources, especially water and food. Intrinsically, this required a willingness to commit mass murder, and everyone present had passed this critical test with flying colors. As the Hercules engines started with a roar, American agents in Kigali were working alongside local civil servants and members of the Rwandan Security Service, ramping up public suspicion about foul play in the presidential air crash. Urged on by corrupt officialdom, Hutu tribesmen started marching on Tutsi tribesmen and threw a few rocks at them. Innocent enough at the onset, although with a few nasty machete cuts here and there. But then the C-130 Hercules made a carefully calculated pass directly over the advancing Hutu, and they suddenly went berserk. Eyes glazed, the mood of the Hutu crowd went from simple anger to uncontrolled rage, and within minutes, hundreds of assorted Tutsi body parts were flying through the air, creating electronic rage. What the Hercules crew had just achieved has been an open secret since the late 50s when researchers accidentally discovered that there is a precise control brainway for literally everything we do and for everything we feel. The problem back then was that each of these control brainwaves, rage, fear, panic, lethargy, vomiting, and so on, had to be transmitted with an accuracy taken out of three decimal places, or they simply did not work at all. But as the years rolled by, and with the advent of transistors and microprocessors, the operational application of precise controlled brain waves became practically, practical reality. It is important to note here that the lethal trick repeated hundreds of times by the C-130 Hercules in Rwanda during April through July 1994 were not classic mind control in the ultimate conspiratorial meaning of them, i.e. where people claim to hear complicated messages inside their heads or where it is feared that the NSA or similar intend to turn everyone into helpless zombies by implanting electronic chips in their arms or necks. What the C-130 crew were actually engaged in was electromagnetically augmenting a pre-existing state. Remember that the agents and security service personnel first had to point the Hitu tribesmen in the direction of the Tutsi, induce reasonable anger, and make sure they were appropriately armed. Only then could the C-130 go to work with the precise control brainwave of rage augmenting and thus upgrading crowd behavior from that of angry demonstrators to uncontrollable genocidal maniacs. Although not classic, this was and is unquestionably mind control for the simple reason that external means were being used to force an irresistible change in behavior. 
For those who really want to know how governments or agent agencies change public behavior on a whim, the explanation is not too complicated, though obtaining details of the classified control brain frequencies is all but impossible. Various academics have actually demonstrated some of these effects quasi-publicly over the years, which provides hardly hard reality for skeptics. One of the leading lights in this field is Dr. Elizabeth Rauschabais, who was a nuclear scientist and researcher at Lawrence Berkeley National, Observatory, National Laboratory and at Stanford Research Institute, professor of physics at John F. Kennedy, University of California, research consultant to NASA and the U.S. Navy and a member of IEEE, APSAAASMAAAANAAAMI. Elizabeth Rauschabais identified specific frequency effects to induce nausea, happiness, and many other behavioral states decades ago. Clearly, Dr. Rauschabais is an enthusiast. Give me the money in three mouths, she boasts, and I'll be able to affect the behavior of 80% of the people in this town without their knowing it. Make them happy, or at least think they'll that think they're happy. Or aggressive. Unlike many researchers in this field, Elizabeth Rauschabais tends to be open about her work, has demonstrated the effects many times in quasi-public forums, and claims to be to experiment only on fully informed people. Many years ago, during one memorable demonstration in California, she turned a specific brainwave on. All students in the left side of her auditorium were upon their teeth, started chattering collectively and uncontrollably. When the uninfected students on the right side of the auditorium suggested this might be some sort of trick, Elizabeth Rauschabais calmly turned the specific brainwave on them instead. The right side now suffered exactly the same fate, watched by the stunned but no longer affected students on the left side. Extra low frequencies. Wow. The main problem lies in the delivery of these brainwaves to the target because they all lie in the extremely low spectrum between 0.1 and 25 hertz cycles, which with all controlled brainwaves in an even narrower central band between 0.6 and 10.2 hertz. These are effectively the same as Earth frequencies, meaning that they are very hard to direct via conventional radio transmission. Remember that in order to narrow a central band between 0.6 and 10.2 hertz. Remember that in order to be effective in selective crowd behavior augmentation, you must be able to restrict delivery to clearly defined crowds in clearly defined areas. This is achieved by using an extremely high-frequency microwave beam, which is then amplitude, modu which is then amplitude modulated at exactly the same rate as the desired control brainwave. Now, this is important with 5G, guys. Little insertion here from yours truly. Going back in. This is much easier to explain with pictures, so take a good look at the diagram below. Delivery of control brainwaves by modulating microwave beam. Required control brainwave or brainwave set. Continuous microwave carrier transmissions. Delivery of control brainwaves to selected targets. Wow. Wow. Oh my god, wow. Microwaves in the 1 to 3 gigahertz range travel in perfectly straight lines like lights make them easy to control in terms of direction regardless of power input. In most cases, microwaves are transmitted by a dish aerial of the sort you frequently see located low down on all television transmitter mast. These are designed to transfer high volume electronic data 
between the television and studio and transmitter and vice versa. Where the American mind controllers score with the airborne and truck-mounted equipment is by using microwave aerials that can be adjusted in exactly the same way as you would adjust the focus on a varial beam flashlight. How this is done is shown in the second diagram to the right. In Rwandan Hutu tribesmen example shown near the start of this report, the crew of the C-130 Hercules only needed to know the width of the target crowd on the ground and the width of their own microwave beam at any given true altitude in feet, as read directly from the radar altimeter. With those two valuables available, it is then a simple matter to adjust beam width to accurately bracket the target crowd from any altitude chosen. Baghdad looting. But this equipment is not just deployed in large lumbering Hercules transport planes. During recent weeks, European security experts have concluded that smaller versions of Crimson Mist were recently deployed on the streets of Baghdad, designed in part to augment the media propaganda line that Iraqi citizens are dangerous savages, all badly in need of directly, direct supervision by de democratic American authorities. One classic example of this was the looting of the Baghdad Museum, apparently by a crowd of undiscipled undisciplined rabble, but video footage tells a very different story. To pull off this stunt, the American authorities need the, to assemble a crowd, manage quite easily with a promise of free food, then they need to place the crowd outside the museum, which again was easy because they located the free food outside the museum itself. Next up, the attention of the crowd had to be drawn to the museum itself, which was achieved in spectacular fashion by firing two 100-millimeter shells from an Abrams tank gun straight through the main doors. Fine, so far, but how to get them inside? The video shows two soldiers gesticulating to the crowd, urging them to go in and help themselves, thereby clearly identifying the target Rwanda-style. Then it starts to get really interesting. The two soldiers rapidly withdraw, leaving the Iraqis standing leaderless outside the open doors, and then click. Just like flicking a light switch, the entire crowd goes nuts absolutely simultaneously, which never happens in real life. In the real world, there is always a leader visibly stirring up the crowd and preparing them for action, but not outside the Baghdad Museum. One second, these folks are dull, hungry Iraqis. Next second, there are instant, uncontrolled maniacs streaming in through the museum doors. It is also suspected that the same equipment was used to augment the looting attacks on various hospitals around central Baghdad, though this claim seems to be based as much on logic as it is on video footage. These so-called looters are Iraqi citizens who received essentially free health care in the hospitals under Saddam Hussein. Not only that, but their wives and children are being bombed and shot by Americans, meaning that their free hospitals are absolutely essential to them, and thus the very places they would normally defend in the first place. Bearing this logic in mind, it seems likely that the European security experts are also correct in this claim. Homeland Security while there is unlikely to be very much concern in America, Britain, and Australia for the plight of Iraqis on the streets of Baghdad, it may be time to examine what is likely to happen in our own democratic countries if things get more out of control than they are at present. Remember that the 2.2 million strong demonstration in London, just before the legal invasion of Iraq, had little, if anything, to do with English folk like Saddam Hussein. Iraq was merely an excuse for this unpresented mass of human beings to migrate to London, wave banners that mostly read, not in our name at corrupt politicians. The bottom line is that the next time 2.2 million British citizens descend on the capital and have to go to the politicians, their real targets, they might be carrying something far more dangerous than banners. Every policeman and military man knows very well that a 2.2 million 
strong mass with hostile intent simply cannot be stopped by standard right control techniques, and they cannot be stopped by bullets fired by soldiers on the streets. Even if British soldiers could be persuaded to open fire on their own neighbors, most unlikely, the entire army would be powerless to act. So what then? Across the Atlantic in America and in Australia, things are really no better. As I write, the American dollar is headed straight to forebasement levels, which in turn will lead to a depression and increased anger on the part of the Americans, armed, aimed largely at corrupt politicians on Capitol Hill. Naturally, the politicians will try to put the people down as usual. But what if this time it is a step too far? What if a few hundred or successful, a few hundred or few thousand of the 260 million private weapons in American hands are brought into play? What then? The chances are that in all affected Western countries, politicians and their real masters will try to invoke the use of highly unconventional weapons in order to try and save their own worthless hides. How successful they might be when that day comes, as it surely will, is largely up to you. Joe Viles. Web posted. JoeViles.co.uk slash subliminal message. Subliminal suggestion slash mind control dot HTML. So I've got a personal story on this, and then I got another story that came from friends that's personal and recent. When I was uh, growing up with my mom, it wasn't really easy in our teenage years to get along, but I had been determined at one point, I did an experiment where I wanted to try and make my mom happy. I decided to be a good girl. And for a couple of months, I did everything right. And one day... While out and about, my mother exploded on me and said something that was not very nice. She cursed me out. She said, fuck your mother. Excuse my French. That was a curse that she loved to say to other people. But she said it to me, which, of course, the irony is she was cursing herself. But that led to me running away from home. Uh, that led to me staying in a shelter. That led to my mother sending me out of the country when I was 17, pulling me out of school and sending me to Israel on a kibbutz for a year. And... That was in January of 1994, and in April of 1994, um, well, it was actually in February of 1994 that this had happened. By April, I'm on the kibbutz, and I'm hearing how there's this big balagan in Los Angeles, and that's how I heard of the L.A. riots. So I was not there at the time, but it was a big deal, and it made the news. It was quite a thing. It would not be for years later that I would find out in my research and collection of readings, and at this point I don't remember where I have collected it, but it was some years ago that I discovered that HARP was being used on Los Angeles in 1994 for the anger frequency was being tested on L.A. from January to April of 1994. I'm sorry, it was in 1994. It was 1992. 1992. And that was the year I ran away from home. That was the year of the L.A. riots. But I was trying to get along with my mother. Blew up in each other's faces. It led to a lot of tension. And then there is the L.A. riots later on. So in light of this story, and then one more, back when the racial tension was very, very strong after the shooting, well, some of us will call it a FF shooting, we can't really say the word or we'll, the video will be taken down, 
all FF videos get taken down on YouTube. You have to go elsewhere to get information on drills, shooter drills, and things like that. Um, but there was a point last year that the tension, it was actually two years ago, that the tension got so bad, the racial tension in America got so bad that in Baton Rouge, my friends talking about the uh, the tension was so bad, you feel like people were going to explode at any given moment on each other. When whites and blacks walked into a store, there was a given tension. And that was interesting to note because I had not one, but two friends who moved out of Baton, one who moved out of Baton Rouge and one who just left to visit New Orleans um, at the time of, of this great tension, right before the flood of Baton Rouge, that great thousand year flood, which um, seemed to dissipate the tensions and move the energies on. But the, the two people that had left Baton Rouge at that time, for one reason or another, had both stated they had felt this heavy oppression lift off of them as soon as they did. And that release from the oppression that you feel people have um, had the same experience leaving 5G, heavily populated 5G areas and leaving it, that as they drive away from it, they feel better and better and better. Um, I accidentally hit that one instead of the shorter one. But, or maybe not accidentally. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I think that she she was alluding to the fact that, you know, maybe maybe when her mom blew up at her, maybe they were already being affected. Maybe the, the, right. the you know, and, and how many people have been in that state where all of a sudden somebody just kind of blows up? Yeah. Is it internal to them, or are they being subjected to the electromagnetic 4G, 3G, 2G even, that right. we, we've been surrounded with? This is something that, um, you know, we look at, and we could go back over history and say, well, there was no electricity during the Crusades, but it sure was bloody and that sort of type of thing. And right. I agree with that. But we are in a different society than back mm -hmm. then. And... A lot of that, I, I can't. I can't even imagine. I mean, I can't even imagine. Even up in World War One and World War Two, people, you know, especially World War One in the trenches. You know, I mean, it's like yeah. there's some something crazy about humanity to begin with that we would even do that. And I'm sure I've done it myself in past lifetimes. Yeah. You know, but in today's age, especially when you're talking America, it's like uh, we're disengaged from it because. We've been so blessed not to have to, I mean, just imagine when, you know, in, like in, in countries where uh, th there's a food shortage. And, you know, mm -hmm. like in, in Russia, there was a 1.5 million die-off of people mm -hmm. who starved to death. You think of that, okay, compared to the fact that in America, we always seem to have enough, at least the vast majority of people, so mm -hmm. it's not, it doesn't develop within us that we have to fight for survival. No, because we just hear about it. We don't experience it. Correct. And you so, know, we hear about it. It's horrifying. But you don't experience it firsthand. And so it's not, so, you know. So 
if you, I, I mean, I was watching this video. Well, this was another. This, this is. I mean, I can't even imagine that I'm going to tell you this story. There was this mother and um, her two kids, daughter and and her son, and the do- the son was like four years old, and this ki- guy walks by him and smacked him right in the head, knocked him, cold cocked him right down on the ground. I mean, I don't know if he passed out, but he was on the ground an instant later, and the mother turns around and and the daughter says that guy just hit him, and she tackled him. Mm-hmm. She tackled him. Uh, actually, she jumped on top of him and pulled him over, so he was laying on top of her. But two other women helped her subdue him until the police got there. That's awesome. All right? Now that, that That's absolutely amazing. But what was really, really creepy was watching all these men on the sidewalk. This was New York City. Mm-hmm. Watching them on the sidewalk, walking by like they hadn't seen it. Like, I can't get... I mean, it was like three mothers... They did it, not the men. Yeah, I saw a similar video on the. Um, I don't know if it was the subway or the L track in Chicago, where it was, but um, a, a big, huge guy. Like this lady is just sitting there with her phone. I don't know what the you know. There's a, like, and he just hits her, cold cocks her. Said something about you know it. It, it was such an overreaction. Um, he said something to her and she said, no, you know, or something like that. I don't know what the deal was. He hauls off and hits her. And there is a guy with her who did nothing. There were guys standing all around, did nothing. And it was, it was so stunning. It was like, Oh, don't want to get involved in this. How can men stand around and this huge guy just punch in the face this girl she could she was like maybe 110 pounds and do nothing i i it's it's stunning to me and and i keep hearing the same kinds of stories like what you just what you just talked about you know on the streets and i saw a video of a guy on a bicycle and here's this little person with a walker he goes out of his way, coming up behind this person, punches him in the head, sends him flying. I mean, they hit the ground and don't move. And he keeps on going, wasn't robbing him, wasn't doing anything. Just pure evil at work. Do you think anybody like tackled him to the ground or did? It's just like everybody just looks and nobody does anything. Now, in all your history of life, have you ever heard once before something like that? Once before? No. Might have happened, I can't think but it's, of anything. The, the, I've never, I've never heard of a stranger just walking down the street hit a four-year-old in the head. Yeah, I mean, what in the hell is the matter with these people? Are they possessed? Yeah, I, Are they possessed? Or, 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 okay, you're seeing this happen in the different cities. Those cities are already 5G. New York's been 5G for quite a long time. Every hospital's 5G. The police mm-hmm. officers that uh, came, the, the UN, all right, because in, in the trucker situation. Oh, sure. The Ottawa, Ottawa, Ottawa police force, they were, people were talking about how the police were not being aggressive. They they, they, right. they didn't want to be there. They would rather be on the other side of the line. Right. And then you get this these unmarked not not any kind of identification on those police Black. 
you know. They're all dressed in black. They're yeah. all dressed the in UN black. Cops. And there's U- two UN planes uh, not far from there. And don't airports. you wonder when I was listening to that where she talked about how they were vetted, vetted the crew? I think the exact same thing has been done with these these UN cops and these people that they're bringing in to replace the cops who are leaving the forces in droves because of how the cops are being treated. Um, you really got to think that they're being replaced with soulless, you know, no moral character. Well, no, just, the, the thing I'm getting to is that those uniforms that they're wearing are all 5G wired. Okay, they What? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This was this was stunning. Uh not too many years ago, I lose track of the years. I mean, oh my god. But um there was a company, I can't remember the name of it now, but they outfitted the uh police force or a police force in London. I don't I don't know if it was in London or in Great Britain, but it was, you know, and I I suspect it even could have been well, I don't remember exactly, but it was a, a police force, and they were testing out this equipment that was, you know, the, the, in their helmets they had the, the audio pieces, and they had microphones and everything, but they were all being operated by 5G. And it didn't take very very long at all before the police officers were having psychological and uh, physical problems with the system. But that oh was a gosh. few years ago. Okay, so if you see that a few years ago, they were testing it out. You don't think yes. that those that those uniforms that by the you know and the, the, the U the UN the UN Army is something that um, I was warned about many years ago, and it was very cryptic. I can't even get into who told me or anything, but what what happened was that it was like. Pay attention to this, but I can't let you know. I can't. I can't say it outright. You know, you got to You got to Yeah. You know. I'll give and, you just the subject, and that's all I can tell you. Well, it wasn't even subject. It, it wasn't even really that. It was like, but I was in incredibly telepathic communication with the person, so it was. It was a working. Pay attention to this, and now I'm going to send mm-hmm. you the message. And mm-hmm. um, it was that there was a worldwide, very sophisticated. Uh, 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 oh mercenary army you know and he was it was it was he actually sent me the location of their operations so that I could watch it and so I know that these people have been out there uh was it you that told me that the nurses were being replaced by a UN strike force um they called them a FEMA strike force but yes FEMA it was ridiculous amount yeah, I'm of sorry yes FEMA well, I looked up that strike force thing, and it and it yeah, you can go FEMA strike force. Look it up. You can find out that um, yes, they were talking about it. Of course, you're only getting a very brief, you know, precursory type of thing. And I didn't see anything about medical strike force. But of course, in a pandemic, they'd have to have a medical strike force up there. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were they said that they were taking them from the um, you know various military forces. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's it, it. It's not that at all, you know. These people are very, very highly controlled. Mm-hmm. We, we, we look at the look at the the aircraft people in Rwanda. You know, they mm-hmm. were chosen because they believed. They mm-hmm. believed in scarcity, and this yeah, is they a, bought they bought into the whole narrative, the whole thing, and, and, and they thought they they bought into that they were helping the world. You know, it. it 
okay, it goes back to to the scarcity thing that you know you, somebody's going to take what you've got, mm-hmm. and the other thing is is that they play on peace people's compassion. We were talking about this last night. That, um, for instance, the, uh, the the subject came up about the border, because I'm saying to my sister, who's the good sister, you know, she asked me about <laughs> the Ukraine, and I said, um, well, I don't really know what's happening in the Ukraine because, from a strategic standpoint, it doesn't make any sense. There's something else right. happening that makes it a little crazy. I can't tell you. I said, but I, what bothers me the most is our response to it. That they're worried about the situation over in Russia when they're letting, you know, two million people um, uh, absolutely come into our borders under invasion conditions. And she immediately said, we're not going to talk about this. Because from her liberal standpoint, this is how she feels good about herself. We're taking in all these people. We're doing such good things. So they work both both sides of it, you know. And... um, Again, this was from 2003. Well, that's the thing that really I I did not realize until I finished it. And I went back to look, you know, when because it's so timely for right now. And it blew me away when I saw that it was from 2003. So just a couple thoughts that I had while listening to it. You know, when they talk about the targeted populations needing to be pointed in a certain direction towards their perceived opposition, right? And then think about the state of the world today, but more specifically, let's just talk about our own country. How much division do we have? We have the vaxxed against the unvaxxed. We have the Dems versus the, you know, Republicans. We have the blacks versus the whites. And we have the, you know, men and women. And and, uh, it goes on and on. There's no limit, you know, like how easy it would be. And and also just how the, the unvaxxed, and I'm not even going to say anti-vaxxers, because I don't believe people who are unvaxxed are all anti-vaxxers. I think they're just people who have done their own research and, and are being prudent. Maybe some of them are, but that's just the way I choose to look at it. But look at how the unvaxxed have been demonized by the administration, by the media, Um. And since we are so difficult in not getting vaccinated like good little citizens, um, I just felt like while I was you know, reading this that um, we may very well be one of those targeted populations because, and this ties into the 5G, is that I fully believe that, you know, as we've talked about many times, this shot um, does have some sort of a transmitter and it's some sort of that, that, you know, ropes you into the network and um, it just makes sense to me. If if I'm going to think like an evil genius, like the ones that are behind all this, it that kind of makes sense. And it's, it's frightening t- thinking about this rally in DC because of what happened in Ottawa. And I'm surprised that they didn't, deploy this in Ottawa, to be honest. I think they would have had it been pushed to that. But, uh, you know, troops on horseback and all the other tactics they used and freezing bank accounts and all that worked. But, and they may still use it. Who knows? Who knows what's coming? I don't think that this is over in Canada. But we're on, we're on the brink of it here. 
and they're already preparing in DC. I just, I just don't see them not. And after what happened on the six, and doesn't that make you wonder as well? You know, about the peaceful protesters that, you know, were a small group of them all of a sudden. I don't know. I just wonder about all these things as I'm listening. You know, you go back over what's happened and you, you just really makes you wonder. So I'm really worried about, about DC. Okay, let's take a, a break here. It's um, Billy Falcon, Sleeping Giant. And welcome back to Radio 5G. It is February 23rd, 2022. My name is Nancy Hopkins, and with me is Sarah Dunn. We've been talking about direct energy weapons and um, how these things can be used to influence people. And I'll I'll tell you, the first time that I actually thought that I had been targeted with one of these devices was... Oh, God, when the heck was it? It had to have been in the early 200s, uh, 2000s. Um, And it was because this area that I worked in, in a very, you know, just a few blocks, it was, everybody got the flu. And yet Mm. it wasn't like, um, I didn't get it, but most everybody around me did it. And... It was a weird thing because the people that that I knew, well, everybody around me had the dang thing, and they, but none of their family did. Weird. Well, that's what I said. Weird, and I because I knew that this was a potential potential situation. I I wondered then. I said, "Is this you know? Is this?" Oh, so I, you were aware then? That oh, yeah. This might be part of it. Oh, oh I wow. bet I've been aware of all of this since 1976. Right, but what I mean is you were aware then that that might be what was behind the flu. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, at that time I accepted that there's flu, you know. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I wasn't questioning that. But um, I could see where if you have a, a frequency that you can beam at somebody that gives your body the symptoms of flu, then you think you've got the flu. And for all Mm -hmm. practical purposes, you do. But it wasn't flu, it wasn't from some bacteria. And I don't believe that viruses... See, I kind of don't even believe in the flu. Because the concept of the flu only was something that happened once in a great while. That, That type of symptoms would happen throughout history. And as soon as you start building the electromagnetic grid, you start having, you know, pandemics. And right. as a matter of fact, we can play that. I want to play that. It's Yeah, uh, that was interesting. Yeah, we're going to play another clip, and he'll go through this information. Um, that was new to me, but what, what you're about to play. That was totally new to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, w- w- so you've got the frequency coming off the electromagnetic energies that is causing you to get the flu-like symptoms that they said oh it's a flu and it's made made it's because of the viruses well that's all bs and Mm -hmm. i knew it was bs so when i saw people who around me were all catching the same thing but it was seemed to be very local and their families weren't coming down with it 
you know, it was an easy mm-hmm. make, you know. I mean, like, oh, geez, yep. you know. Something's up. <laughs> so, something's up here. And we were very close to the airport. Now, it, you know, I mean, when you got an airport and you got all that radar and stuff there, you're being bombarded by radar. Oh, sure. You know, I don't care where you are, you're being bombarded by radar. And if you need a carrier wave to do this stuff. And I, I've wondered about that. It's, it's like, okay, a radio signal. You've got a carrier wave that goes through the air. Everybody knows what that is. You're making noises in the background. And you, you got you got the um, the the concept of a beam that it, because of the alterations in the beam, that's where the intelligence is carried. But the radar, you know, radar beam can be used as just like that. You know, you put out the beam, and then you can make changes to the beam to make changes to your targets. So it doesn't. Oh, so just, you're saying that a radar wave could be used as a carrier wave. Just like a microwave is used? Just like any radio signal is. You know, the antenna is picking up a radio signal. that The equipment that is receiving it, let's say, knows Mm -hmm. what that signal is. You take that signal information out, and then you've got music, video, everything. Mm -hmm. That's the way it's carried, a carrier wave. And so I've wondered about this. If, If you wanted to control a population, could you, in effect use the radar system that's already there in place. And because ah. we were so close to the... We were we were less than a mile from the airport. Mm. I wondered if that wasn't uh, uh, how the carrier got... how the signal got in. You know? Man, there's just so much that people don't know about well, just got, the public, you know, the general public about what's really going on. It's And, and how, do, how do you explain it to people? That's the thing that I've struggled with for years. When I first found out about the 5G, I would try to talk to people, and they're like, what's 5G? I've never heard of it. And it, their eyes just glazed over almost instantly. And that was five years ago. And I keep trying to remind, remember five years ago when I was talking to you about the 5G? And it, they just, nothing registers. Like, people's memories are even so short. It's, just, I don't know. It's just... um I don't okay. I, I Hold, just, keep, like just, keep, just keep just uh, keep he's probably gonna maybe he's gonna hang up it's a friend of mine calling on the home phone <laughs> oh okay now I've got to go over there and get the thing from beeping but um go on keep talking please oh well no I'm, I'm oh you were you, sorry okay. You, you okay all right but no I I have I did wonder about you know because we've got so much of it around us and now with the 5g of course they can just add it to the to the signals that are around you. So, you know, was was the uh, Wuhan, uh, let's say, sickness, was that somehow uh, caused by 5G? I think it could have been. Yes, absolutely, I think it could have been. Was I mean, it, when you see the people falling over in the streets the way they were, okay, that, that had, had to be 5G, because that's, okay. not, that's not a, you know, a respiratory illness. Okay, but, I think that, um, the, okay, the people falling over in the streets was actually, and I could be wrong on this, but I, I, it, it bothered me because um, I, 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 there was something about that particular information that bothered me. And you think it I, could have been propaganda? No, no. It was, it was something was wrong with it. And now I found out that there's these videos that we see of people just dropping over and bleeding from every part of their body 
um, actually occurred in November when they turned the 5G on. And That's it, what I'm saying. That's and what nobody, I'm saying. nobody paid any attention to it at that time. But when the pandemic came out, then all of a sudden this they were saying, this is what's happening in Wuhan. No, it had already happened in Wuhan. It had happened That's what I'm saying. at the same I, time. I those, saw those videos. That it occurred to me, this is five G. That 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 that's not how a respiratory you know illness takes. That's and oh my gosh, did you see this? There was a video clip, very brief, that would blow you away. You know how you, there's those flocks of birds, huge flocks of birds, and they fly around. They almost look like a cloud, and they all change direction at the same time, and they move. You've seen them, right? This oh, was yeah, uh, yeah. close, just a closed circuit camera. And it's a, um, a village in Mexico. And like a bucket of a gigantic bucket of water was dropped. These black birds came just dropping out of the sky in a like like a splash on top of this this house, like a, a big splash of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of birds. I've never seen anything like it. it it's just stunning. And some of them. Like many of them were just dead. Some of them were still kind of trying to, you know, trying to fly. Some of them did, were able to fly away. But many were just kind of trying to get, you know, just flopping around. But many of them were dead. And again, I just, my, my thoughts instantly went to 5G, as did the person who posted the video. She said, um, it was Dana Ashley on Telegram. Um, how do you explain that, you know? If it's not something that, you know, when you consider how birds navigate and how they communicate with each other, I don't know. I just, I just think it's all tied together. Oh, absolutely. Uh, that, that's without a doubt that's happened before. Um, and also I want to just speak to the 5G as it relates to, so yeah, we have 5G and it's been deployed, but also it can be ramped up and ramped down and. I think when they first deployed it, of course, it's it's at very low levels. But I do believe they're going to ramp them up. And when they ramp them up, so they can go up to 60 gigahertz, I believe. And at that um, frequency, um, I'm going to explain this as, as simply as I can. It, it like spins the oxygen molecule in such a way that it cannot bind to hemoglobin. So even though you may have, you know, plenty of oxygen available if you can't bind it to hemoglobin because it's the hemoglobin that then carries it and delivers it to the cells and you have the exchange in the lungs um you can't bind it you can't attach the hemoglobin and that's what is always in the back of my mind every time i hear bill gates talking about the next wave and how bad it's going to be um plus now look at all the people who've been boosted I certainly at least have had two jabs, if not three. If they ramp this up to whatever height they want to. Because I always thought when I first heard about 5G, well, how are they going to explain all these deaths? They won't do any human testing. They deny there's any problem. They're burying anything that comes up that talks about, you know, the potential problems of it. How are they going to explain when all these people start having problems? Well, coronavirus it conveniently has shares symptoms and signs and everything with the same that you would see with 5g and that ties into in my mind 
which is another thing that just has occurred to me over the years was how um, the robotics that are replacing jobs. And I forget how many billions of jobs will be lost to automation and robotics. And this occurred to me too. What's going to happen to all those people? What are they going to do for work? Thinking like an evil genius, if you eliminate those people, you don't have to worry about what they're going to do for work. And people who say, well, what's the point of, you know, like people who doubt like what we're trying to say and, and, and say, well, what would motivate them to do that? Well, the, the reality is so horrible that you, you even to speak it out loud makes you sound crazy. I've done it. I've said depopulation. All you hear about is, you know, the earth's too populated, too populated. So is it really such a problem if millions and millions and millions of people die? It's a problem for those of us who value human life, but for those who don't, who are, you know, so I try to put my, you know, put myself in the head of someone who, who's thinking this way, put myself in the head of Bill Gates, if that's even possible, as unpleasant an experience as that is. But from his own mouth, he said what he's about. So why would anybody listen to him right now and believe that he's really out to help humanity and help save lives? He said it himself. Through vaccines, we can decrease the population. What more do you need to hear? Did you know that his father was one of the founders of uh, Planned Parenthood? Yep. You know He's Luciferian through and through. He's he's. Part of the one of the bloodlines. This is the eugenics concept, mm-hmm. um, and the eugenics concept is one where we don't have to worry about human beings because the, we're going to get rid of the weak ones, and then we're going to have really strong, talented, you know, that type of thing. The weak, which, ignorant, which is track. exactly comes out of Nazi Germany. The uh-huh. eugenics concept of you know, get rid of the the Jewish population, the gypsies, the homosexuals. Get rid of all these people, and build the, the new the you super know, race. The super yeah. race, and all um, beautiful, blonde-haired, blue-eyed. <laughs> Dolly, because the rest of the population is not worthy. Dolly just wrote, so, wrote in the in the in the chat. But his father didn't practice Planned Parenthood. What a shame. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's that's the thing I try to explain like to my daughter is it's like you can't be all about planned parenthood and all about racial justice. They're not compatible. Because if you won't accept the fact that the people who founded planned parenthood were did so as a way to eliminate races. In particular the black race and very open about it. And you know what I was told well, that's been debunked. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I love uh, that word, debunk. Right. Why don't we play the um, virus versus environmental clip? Sounds good. All right, here we go. Ten minutes. I can't help but say something about this whole coronavirus thing, if you want me to. Yes. Again, when you know Steiner... You have the answers to the test, but you have to then figure out the details. In 1918, after the Spanish flu pandemic of 1918, Steiner was asked, what was this all about? And he said, well, viruses are simply excretions of a toxic cell. 
Viruses are pieces of DNA or RNA with a few other proteins. They bud out from the cell. They happen when the cell is poisoned. They are not the cause of anything. And the first way I would encourage you to think about this is if you are a famous dolphin doctor and you have been studying dolphins in the Arctic Circle for a long time, and then they call you up, Fred, all the dolphins or a lot of the dolphins are dying in the Arctic Circle. Can you come and investigate? How many of you would say, I want to investigate a dolphin to see the genetic makeup of that dolphin. How many of you would say, I want to see if this dolphin and that dolphin has a virus because it might be contagious and that's why all these dolphins are getting sick? How many of you would say, excuse my French here, somebody put some shit in the water here? <laughs> like Exxon Valdez? Anybody? Everybody. Because that's what happened. And the cells get poisoned. They try to purify themselves by excreting debris, which we call viruses. If you, if you go to the current theory of viruses called exosomes and the latest head of the NIH giving a talk on the complexity of viruses, you will see this is perfectly in line with the current thinking on what a virus really is. I had a dramatic example of this when I was growing up. Out, right outside our house, there was a wetlands, and they were full of frogs, and the frogs kept me up at night, so I taped the windows, and they were, in the spring, it was, they made a big racket. And then over time, the frogs were all gone. How many thinks the, virus, the frogs had a genetic disease? How many thinks the, vi the frogs had a virus? How many thinks somebody put DDT into the water? That's what happened. Diseases are poisoning. So what happened in 1918? In every, every pandemic in the last 150 years, there was an, a quantum leap in the electrification of the Earth. Uh, late fall of 1917, there was the introduction of radio waves around the world. Whenever you expose any biological system to a new electromagnetic field, you poison it, you kill some, and the rest go into a kind of suspended animation so that, interestingly, they live a little bit longer and sicker. And then starts in World War II with the next pandemic with the introduction of radar equipment all over the Earth, blanketing the entire Earth in radar fields. First time humans have ever been exposed to that. In 1968, there was the Hong Kong flu, and it was the first time the Earth has a protective layer in the Van Allen belt, which essentially integrates the cosmic uh, fields from the sun and the Earth, from the moon and Jupiter, etc., integrates that and essentially distributes that to the living beings of the Earth. And we put satellites emitting radioactive frequencies in the Van Allen belt. Within six months, we had a new viral pandemic. Why viral? Because the people are poisoned. They excrete toxins. They look like viruses. People think it's, an, it's a flu epidemic. In the 1918 the, uh, epidemic, the Boston Health Department decided to investigate the contagiousness of this 
So they, believe it or not, took hundreds of people with the flu and they sucked the snot out of their nose and injected it into the healthy people who didn't have the flu and not one time could they make the next person sick. They did this over and over again and they were not able to demonstrate contagion. They even did it with horses who apparently got the Spanish flu and they put bags over their head and the horses sneezed in the bag and they put the bag over the next horse and not one horse got sick. You can read about this in a book called The Invisible Rainbow by Arthur Furstenberg who chronicles all the steps in the electrification of the earth and how within six months there was a new flu pandemic all over the world. And when you invest, when you hear the normal explanations, how did it go from Kansas to South Africa in two weeks? So the entire world got the symptoms at the same time, in spite of the fact that the mode of transportation was horseback and boats, and there's no explanation for it. They just say, we don't know how that happened. But when you think about it, with these radio waves and other frequencies that some of you have in your pocket and on your wrist, you can send a signal to Japan and it arrives instantaneously. So any of you who don't believe there is an electromagnetic field that communicates globally within seconds just is not paying attention to this. And I will only finish by pointing out that there has been a dramatic and quantum leap in the last six months with the electrification of the Earth. And I'm sure a lot of you know what that is. It's called 5G where they now have 20,000 radiation-emitting satellites, just like the radiation-emitting thing in your pocket and on your wrist and that you use all the time. That is not compatible with health. I'm sorry to say it. It's not compatible with health. That is a water destructuring device. And for any of you who say, yeah, well, we're not electrical beings. We're just physical matter then don't bother doing an EKG or an EEG or a nerve conduction test because we are electrical beings and the chemicals are only the byproduct of those electrical impulses. And I'll finish with anybody want to make one guess as to where the first completely blanketed 5G city in the world was. Exactly. So when you start thinking about this, we are in an existential crisis here, folks, the likes of which humankind has never seen. And I don't want to go all Old Testament prophet on you, uh, but this is something that is unprecedented. The, the putting of 100,000 satellites in the very blanket of the Earth. And by the way, as I was going to say earlier, this actually has something to do with the vaccine question, and this got brought home to me because about a year ago or so, I had a patient who came in who was totally fine, a surfer and all, and then he broke his... He works as an electrician putting in Wi-Fi systems for very wealthy people. Electricians have a very high mortality rate, but he was fine. And then he breaks his arm and he gets a metal plate put in his arm. Three months later, he couldn't get out of bed and was total you know, heart irregularities, just total collapse. The susceptibility has to do with how much metal you have in your body. 
as well as the quality of the water in your cells. So if you start injecting aluminum in people, they become receptors for absorbing increased electromagnetic fields, and that is a perfect storm for the kind of deterioration of the species, which is what we're now experiencing. And I'm just going to finish with one more thing, which I like to, is a quote from Rudolf Steiner. And by the way, this was around 1917, so it was a different time. In times when there were no electrical currents, when the air was not swarming with electrical influences, we're talking 1917, it was easier to be human. For this reason, in order to be human at all today, it is necessary to expend much stronger spiritual capacities than was necessary a century ago. So I'll just leave you with whatever you can do to increase your spiritual capacities because it's really damn hard to be human being these days. So thanks for listening. Okay, then. Um, yes, I had heard that. Actually, I had played that before, and I had all the information on whoever was giving it, but it was Sarah that found it, and I don't have that information, so I apologize for that. Um, yeah, that was really eye-opening. Um, I feel the same way. I, I felt just personally, um, and I, honestly, it's been m- more intense the last five, six years, but um, in terms of my own personal relationship with Christ and um, how much part he plays in my life. It's much greater now than it was then. Um, it, it's been a kind of a process, but I, I feel I was led to discovering these things because I prayed for it, you know, wisdom, discernment, all those things. And it's come in a flood um, that was overwhelming, is overwhelming. Um, but I thought it was very interesting that he had, ended with that because as I was listening to him again just now it it just occurred to me you know what we're up against and we'll be fine we know we know who wins in the end but there are so many people who don't who are unaware who are just completely unaware that are going to fall victim to this and that is what causes me to lie awake at night um, trying to think of ways to get people to, to understand and to just listen long enough to say, huh, you know, that's, tell me more. And I, I, I have a really hard time getting anybody to that point. It's, it's like, I, I'll, you know, I'm kind of giving to like sending them a little quick 10 minute video. Just watch this hope in hopes that that will spark something because, and I don't know if it's already in play that people just don't seem to be able to think right. They don't seem to be able to take evidence that's put before them and process it and go, wow. It's like, it's, it's an instant denial. If you don't like the message, then any evidence that would make that message true, you're likely to just disregard and call it debunked, fake news, whatever works for you. It's called that, stupid. These are stupid people. Because a stupid person just hangs on to the same story. And when you have people who are still thinking rationally, okay, it you can convince them with facts. 
But a stupid person, there's nothing you can say, nothing you can do. Nothing. Yeah. Now, what made him stupid? Well, we're probably talking about it. But the the you know, I mean, it's interesting to watch. First off, the uh, opposition has done everything it can to take God out of the equation. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons that I so appreciate the Fox Network is that every one of those hosts, well, not every one of them, but a good number of those hosts will say, God bless you. Absolutely. You know, and you don't hear that in any other format except for Fox. Um, it, the vice president of Pfizer, uh, we did a, a an interview that he was on, and it was so, it was really, I, I go back and think about that so many times, because he was, you know, one of the Pfizer vice presidents, and he came out and he said, you know, first off, I never thought I would ever say this, but, you know, this is uh, genocide, this is, you know, they're mm-hmm. trying to kill people. But what he got into was how excited this guy that had been with the pharmaceutical companies for so long was talking about, do you know you can use energy to heal? You know? Oh, yeah. You know, and yeah. He, was, he was so excited. So one of the things <laughs> that, that, that I try to point out to people is that we're not going after the people that are doing the bad things. I mean, not the, the ones that are being, the, the stupid ones. You know, <laughs> you, you can't argue with stupid. So just, you know, those are not the people. Those are not the people that are smart enough to have even begin to understand what we're talking about. I don't care mm-hmm. what their credentials are. So just just forget about those people. What we want to look at is the 40%. The 40% little, yeah. that still can, you know, and, and they're, being, they're being hurt. The, you know, they're using electromagnetic energy and 5G and... And you know also the shots, you know everything to try to get these people to to, you know take the take the knee and just you know go mm-hmm. into zombie world with them. We've got to fight just as hard to keep them from doing that. But because yeah. the like the Pfizer vice president, you know he came out and said, I think it's a spiritual battle. You know, law, law, lawyers lawyers um, like uh, Reiner Reiner uh, Fulmich, you know he said. I never would have said this six months ago, he said, but I'm telling you, it's a spiritual warfare we're in. Absolutely. You know, so if you, if you go down the, the road with this, you have to come to the conclusion that what we're fighting is evil. It is a battle Absolutely. between good and evil. And you know what? There is evil among blacks, among whites. There's evil among, you know, Democrats and Republicans. There, There is no you know, group of people that is exempt from evil. But that's what they're trying. That's what, you know, evil, I'll just call him Satan for who he is, wants us to believe that so that he can run around doing all his, you know, the greatest trick he ever pulled was convincing everyone that he didn't exist. If you don't, if you're not aware you have an enemy, then how can you fight it? And I 100% believe that. And I actually said that before, you know, right before my last meeting, before my got fired, was that, you know, you're going to realize this is this is about good and evil. This is this is a battle of good against evil. And you're on the wrong side. And I 
I pray every night that my words ring in their ears, that, that that leaves them laying awake at night. Like I lay awake at night because, um, everything that I thought, everything that I said to them that I thought was coming down the road has, has happened. And I'm not, it's not because I'm so smart or anything like that. It's just that I have the clarity and the ability to, to, to discern. And, um, I'm really terrified because as all of my friends, you know, lined up to get their shots, I, I'm, I'm still distraught over it, you know, because they're like, well, I'm a fi- I'm fine. And in my mind, I'm like, for now, you know, that's that they think that if something's going to happen, it happened right after they got the shot. And, um, <clears throat> well, the first shot was fine. So they got the second shot. Well, that was fine. So why not get a booster? Well, the booster is the one that, that I'm, what I'm finding is the one that's really packing quite a punch in terms of adverse reactions, death, et cetera. And none of it's being put out there. You know, there's children dying since they started giving it to kids. And speaking of that, I wanted to mention <clears throat> the reason that they're pushing this for kids so hard is in order to get approval, Approval, not authorization. And people get confused. I know we've talked about that before. So the, none of them are currently approved yet, even though the media would have you believe otherwise. But in order to get approval, it has to be, it has to be, um, let me see, I want to make sure I'm saying this right. It has to be approved for everyone. So you can't get conditional approval like get it's approved for adults, but not for kids. Does that make sense? So it, it was in this, um, I'll have to, I'll, I'll send you the, the video if I can find it. Maybe we can talk about it last time. Cause I don't, I'm trying to struggling to remember here, but, um, basically the reason they're pushing it for six months to, uh, uh, you know, the toddlers, the, the babies, um, six months to five years is because they have to get it approved for all age groups in order to get approval. They can get authorization I might be saying it wrong. Anyway, um, and and we can revisit it when I have my facts straight better. But it it shocked me that because I couldn't understand why they're pushing this for babies without proper testing and without all this stuff. Um, but that's what it's tied to. And I, I I know I saved a video, so I'll go back and find it. And we can talk about it um, on the next show. But um, it's it's terrifying the idea of giving this to to babies and well, toddlers. I'm telling, and, yeah, I I know you don't have all the details, but boy, that clarifies it because it would be a regulatory thing. It's the same reason that they put down all the treatments because you can't get authorization to use an emergency drug if you've got treatments that will you know cure people. So you know why prevent, exactly why why take a dangerous thing to keep somebody from getting something that yeah they're going to get sick but we can save them we can make them healthy so which is exactly why they suppressed all the the great treatments precisely for COVID. precisely precisely it's all money and that's the other thing you just follow the money it's all about money well it's no, it's, about it's, money it's, and control and power it's 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 evil it's good and, and evil. versus yeah. evil i mean the money is a trap you know one one time i told this a lot but one time, um, I had some a friend of mine who was a very good light worker, very pure sports kind of soul, who was having financial problems. And so I asked my guides, "Why do you have these light workers who continually are having money problems?" And they said, "Oh, it's to protect them." And I said, "How so?" 
and they said money has got a curse on it a very powerful curse so what happens is you get a little money now you think of that money as yours as soon as you think of it as yours this curse thing hits in and so now you're responsible for not losing it and for in fact making it grow that's how it starts out the you know the greed thing and, yeah that is interesting yeah and that and that um, light workers, even though it's a very, it, they can't overcome it. It's a very powerful curse. But if they understand that money can represent energy, and that they never can own energy, then they can be very successful in life and not have money problems. And I think that's why I've never had. I, I've never had a that job. That is so interesting. I, I never I had a, I, I never honestly had, well, I, through my life, you know, there's been points in time mm-hmm. where I was not making enough money to, to survive, and yet yeah. I was surviving. Yeah. You know? Now, and, that is so interesting because my whole life, and again, there are certain just guidances that I've had that I, you know, I just, God's been guiding me, to put it that way. But my whole life, Money is never something I actively pursued as a means to, you know, as, as an end. It, it was more a means to an end. Like, I need money to pay for my rent and to pay the bills, like everybody else does. But in terms of, like, the kind of career I'm going to go into, obviously I'm a nurse, so never money-driven. And I never, um, like you, you know, there were times where, you know, scrimping and, and, you know, to just get by and other times, you know, saving for this or – but. Um, kind of frugal living, I would say, but it's always come through. I've always had enough. I've always gotten by. I've always been able to support my kids and, you know, I've always had enough and I never really wanted or needed more than enough. Do you know what I mean? And it was never like an aspiration to get rich, but I never really knew why. I I never thought about it that much, but as, as you're saying that it, it just, makes sense like even when like when my parents died and we got an inheritance and stuff it was like I didn't I felt very uncomfortable <laughs> with this large amount of money um and felt the need to like do something with it and not just hold on to the money and I you know chose various ways to you know get rid of the money essentially um, and I didn't really know why. I mean, because everyone's like, oh, heaven, you know, and I, I, we're good, you know, but I don't know. I've just, the whole idea of um, being motivated by money is so foreign to me. And when I see everything that's happening and what people are willing to sacrifice for money, nurses, doctors, hospitals, to turn on the very, you know, foundations that, that we've always been built on and to, and to, to just, Turn everything on its head. And now, oh, you're going to pay us to give patients medications that we know are, is going to kill. I mean, and we're just going to look the other way and say, well, it's policy. It's policy. It's our protocol. It's what we're have. We have to do it. What can we do? Um, I don't know. It, it's just shocking to me. It's energy. It's energy. If you just think of moving energy, you can make a lot of money. And that's what they said. They said that the word is make, not own. 
if you make a lot of money and you keep passing it on and on and on, you'll pay all your bills, you won't have any problems, and it'll just be moving good energy. But if you think in terms of it's my money, you know. And accumulating it. And accumulating more than you need to move around to get what you need paid for. It's the accumulation of more than you need is where you start to go wrong, right? Oh, yeah, and you see these people that spend, a, you know, $10,000 to go to a football game. Yeah. And what you could have done with that $10,000. Or let's just look at let's just look at, at just two of them. Let, or let's look at three. Let's look at Jeff Bezos, um, Elon Musk, and um, Bill Gates. Between the three of them, they could feed the world probably ten times over. All the starving. Do you know what I'm saying? The, this this lie that they're putting out there, you know, that they have to reduce the population because the Earth can't support the population. Well, the Earth can support the population if the Earth is allowed to support the population in the way the Earth was created to do so. But the powers that be, the elites, whoever they are, have systematically poisoned the earth for centuries now. And like he said, it's, it's not easy to be human anymore. You know, it's like a battle to just, nobody said it'd be easy. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently it was easier in 1916, (laughs) but I, I, I mean, I feel that I feel, I was talking to my brother who's been, you know, in, in the city of Chicago, you know, surrounded by concrete for decades and his struggle. And I'm like, you need to get out of the city. You get get out of the city. I can, I can, you know, take five minutes and I am surrounded by woods where I'm at now. And I thank God for that every day. Cause if I couldn't, I mean, I can look out my window now and see the mountains with snow on top and pine trees everywhere. And that's, that's my escape. That's what keeps me up. If I was surrounded in, you know, in, in a big city by concrete and all the, all the electric, ugh, all the electronic everything, um, I just can't imagine how anybody living in a city today can, can be happy. <laughs> it's, uh, and then you, you see what's happening in the cities. Look at, look at the, the murder rates in Chicago. Look at the violence. It makes you wonder. Exactly. Based on what we were talking about of that, that rage. There's so much rage. Right, exactly. It's um, and if, if, I get if, the it's, it's a frog. It's coming a, to a head. It's a frog you know? thing. You know, we like to talk about putting a frog in a pan and blah blah blah. Uh, yeah, the slow boil. Right, but the the frog thing. He said that the frogs gradually disappeared, and yes, some frogs lived, but they lived sickly. Yeah, and that's why people. I mean, if you just follow the cancer, the heart, all of the diseases that we got, they didn't happen before. I mean, they happened, but not not. So my bro- my, bro- my brother said to me, "I don't say, you know, if they're going to get cancer, it's when they're going to get cancer." Somebody that worked in the electric company for a good portion of his life, um, who has right. had you know two bouts of cancer, and then um, you know vaccinations and and i suspect he might have got the booster but he had a brain bleed i don't even know why how he survived it but he did um you know and am i going to tell him dude it's the vaccination that did it to you yeah no it's my high blood pressure okay well and the other thing is that people don't like to be wrong and the more adamant and vehement they are about their position and about being right and the more they they attack you 
for, for being so wrong and they, you know, call you all these names and this and that <clears throat> and you put evidence in front of them that proves what you're saying. It's like what I was saying before. If you don't like the message, they just, how hard is it to walk back all the hate, hateful things that you've said about people and say, wow, I was, I was wrong. I'm so sorry. It doesn't happen because people just can't flip like that. They're so used to like, I'm right. And, and my side is the right side and they're evil and they're wrong. Like, those are the 30%. They're just, there's no way. It's the ones that are more moderate. They're kind of on the fence, not sure how they feel, like that we can still reach. But wow, um, people I really admire and respect and who are so smart and tell MDs, you know, are in that group that just, they, they have been told this by, you know, different, different staff that were being fired. It was, you know, they were provided with articles. They were provided and nothing, no, nothing, zip, nothing in response. I want to Are they going to come out and say, wow, you guys were right. We should hire you back. Of course not. I want to play a uh, three minute uh, clip. And this came out about mm, a week ago, right before. Well, yeah, just about a week ago, right before the, um, the police started to push back in, in Ottawa. And it's from a trucker. <laughs> And I'm just going to play it because I think that he put it. It is it, it's it's it gave it gave me a, a feeling of what the truckers themselves are feeling, which is exactly what we're feeling. But this is from a trucker that was there in Ottawa. Okay. Hi everyone. Okay. Just going to get this off my chest. So now that we've watched this day go down in Ottawa, uh, let's think about how we got here. Okay, a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago, a group of people wanted to come out and have a conversation with the government and ask why they needed to be mandated for something that is clearly proving not to be working and it doesn't have a very good track record. And our government ignored those people and basically pushed it to where it is today. We've been out here peacefully united for two weeks. The whole world's seen it. And we still have governments telling us to social distance, wear masks, do your part, get your injection, or you're not allowed in society. You're, you're not worthy. You're not healthy enough. You're, you're, you're the sick, okay? So today we're watching peace officers dressed up with cotton over their faces, wool over their faces, 10 below. We can see it. Okay? We're not we're not talking N95s here. The only ones I've seen with real respirators on are the cops with the rubber bullet guns and the scatter shields ready to take people down in case the unruly but we're not even talking about social distancing. We're not even talking about masks and unmasks anymore. It, they're showing the world. This has nothing to do with that. This is a tyrannical government. It's a government overreach that's on a global wide scale. And we're out here doing this for people that are still egging cars and flipping us the bird and they, what is wrong with everybody? Like, anyway, I got to get that off my chest. 
So, I don't know. Be safe. Please just get this out to people. And I don't know what it's going to take for people to wake up. But, I don't know. I don't know. I'm running out of... I'm running out of options here. I'm running out of answers. The, the, it's, it's insane. It is insane what is happening in our country right now. And we got people more concerned about watching the hockey game or their fantasy football. Just so disappointed. Okay. Bye, everybody. Do you... Uh... <clears throat> feel the same way totally totally i i i um i can't i still i i can't feel that in the next few weeks they are gonna unleash something whether it's ramp up 5g i don't know what that um is going to have a devastating impact in terms of i i feel like whether it's people who have the vaccine whether it's i don't know but i feel that there is something coming where a lot of people are going to die and they are going to use it as the final nail in the coffin on our freedoms as far as everybody gets the vaccine. No, except, you know what I mean? Like to hammer down because it's going to flip everyone out to the point of where they will do anything to be safe from this, even though whatever they're saying, you know, just vaccine, it obviously isn't going to keep anybody safe from any, but when you make people fearful enough, which is their tactic, get everybody's fear drummed up and then impose, you know, uh, uh, you know, mandates, lockdowns, whatever, taking away their rights, they'll freely give them up if they're scared enough. And just because of all of the warnings that I keep, you know, they, the people keep telling us, well, this is what's coming. Well, there's a reason that they're able to predict with such great accuracy. And um, that's the part that's kind of sticking in my my head right now. So I just would implore people to be pray and reconnect with God if you're not already. And because um, just I, I think we're all going to need um, his guidance and protection. Um, in this battle of, of good and evil, if, if there's only two sides here, there are not ten sides. If you're not on on the side with God, you're on the other side. You may not realize it, but um, a lot of people are deceived and don't realize. And I'll just leave it at that. Well, I say that you can go there with the God. You can look outside yourself. But my feeling right now is that humanity has been given this opportunity to look inside themselves and to find their own powers, their own ability mm-hmm. to control reality. All right, we, we present this, and every every show I try to end with, you know, telling you that I do not believe that we are losing. We were losing when so many people were asleep. Yeah. There are so many people awake right now that it's, you know, it's it's like it goes back to Gandhi. You know, he told people you don't need weapons. We've got numbers. And did mm-hmm. people die? Yes. But did people die in the thousands or the millions? No, they died in the hundreds. And yet mm-hmm. they were able to throw the British Empire out of India. Just yeah. simply because of their will, their courage, and the fact that they united. 
and you you know exactly. they, they they took exactly. that exactly I was just about to say that you know there was a there was a phrase unity for that you, there was a phrase we always were taught in civics it was part of you know my growing up that you know divided you fall united mm-hmm. you, you, you you stand you, you stand you can't you can't be taken down so and isn't it interesting that they spent so much time dividing us in every way possible precisely. even ways we never dreamt of unvaxxed versus vaxxed are you kidding me he, the, she, the them, are, are and, and terrorists. I don't think people realize that when when you're designated a terrorist, they can kill you without due process. They can disappear you. They have now labeled half the country terrorists, and, and so that that allows the government to take anybody out anytime they want who has engaged in dissent uh, about the, the government's narrative on things. You know, this doesn't sound right to me. I'm, I'm starting to really wonder if this is true. I'm now a terrorist. It is not the people speaking truth and seeking truth and speaking about it that have caused people to distrust the government. That's what they're trying to say, that it's the people, the truthers out there that are trying to get the truth out, which happens to not coincide with what the government is putting out. We are now terrorists because we have caused the public to... to um, not trust the government. No, the government has caused the public to not trust the government. We simply are pointing it out. And people don't, so many people can't even see that. They're, they're going right along with the narrative of that we're evil and we're trying to undermine the government. Well, look at your government. It's so corrupt. Why wouldn't you want to call attention to it and change it and make it better? I, I'm, we, tried I to, really we, tr- we, tr- we tried to explain this back in the 60s. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, this is an old story. I remember. But I remember when people were going to the streets and putting flowers in the barrels of National yeah. Guard and police. And there was a, a banner that was put across Georgetown Wash, uh, Georgetown uh, University in, in New York City. And it said, they can't kill us all. All, exactly. You know, so w- we've got the like numbers. Like Kent State, you know. Well... Let's not go into that. That, that. No, I won't. But I mean, it just it sparks like a lot of memories of things. And um, yeah, it, it's like uh, the more things change, the more they stay the same, right? Well, in reality, um, we played our hands, and they they got scared to death. There was at the mm-hmm. fifth infantry division was actually I think it was the fifth was um, brought into D.C. to protect the president Nixon at the time. I mean, it was like insanity. The, 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 okay, after Kent State, at the University of Massachusetts, I went down to the student union, and it was just like there was something up, something happening, and then I found out about Kent State. But in reaction to that, the University of Massachusetts got with people at the, in Berkeley, Berkeley College in mm-hmm. uh, California, and they ha- I have been in many military situations and seen command centers. I never saw a command center run as well as that one that in in that week um, mm. and, the, and they had a continental United States map up, and they were putting stickers on that map for every university and college that had shut down over Kent State. And virtually every college and university shut down. But the media started to shut down that information to the rest of the people. But when I saw what an average kid could do at that time, that scared Mm -hmm. them too. That's why they attacked, went after the universities to begin with. 
before mm-hmm. they set up everything else. Because if the university students did what we did, we were awake, we were aware, and we said, no more of this BS. And mm-hmm. um, anyway, we're in the last uh, minute of the show here. Um, I hope we've not been too depressing. I believe that you guys... I know. <laughs> I, 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 I believe that we can win this war, that we're winning it, that we want it, and you know, I mean, time doesn't exist. But you have to engage yourself. You mm-hmm. know, engage your belief in yourself and listen to these the shows that we talk about, you know, how you can get to that point. Um, we're here for you. You're here for us. And we're only part, a very small part of a massive, massive group of people doing the same thing. So we've got the numbers. You know, Gandhi's right. We don't need the weapons. We don't need to do anything except support those people that do have to go out there. Most of the time I tell you, you don't have to go to the streets. You can do it by making yourself a symbol and and beacon of reality that is good reality, not what we're seeing there. Reality is what you think it is. So uh, I appreciate you being here. Do you want to say bye-bye? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Um, I just wanted to say you. Yeah. Bye bye. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to go talk, talking no, too long. No, no, so. we're running out <laughs> of time. See you next time. <laughs> yes. Um, everybody, be safe out there, and um, don't don't feel bad about what's happening. You now know you can fight it. You see, you see yeah. the danger. We can fight it. We can fight it on all sorts of levels. So yeah, this ha- show is about making you aware so that you right. can fight it. Let's put it right. that way. That's it. Be safe, everybody. Bye bye. You have been listening to Radio 5G, a production of CosmicReality.com. Thank you for listening.